Yeah, multiple Grey Cup champion from Winnipeg, Chris Walby. Let's bring him in. But so many people are writing in about his time on the CFL on CBC. Chris Walby, the outstanding color man with Mark Lee. Uh, his bombers were in the Grey Cup. That's where we're going to start. But Bluto, welcome to the to the program. How excited are you about the Big Blue being back in for a fourth straight year? Yeah, Ron, first of all, it's a pleasure to be on the show again. Um, I'll say this. Uh, I think the Bombers have a mission. They're there. I really hate to say this, but it's almost like I think Montreal's happy to be there. But the Bombers know they have to be there. They've got to, you know, they want to correct what happened last time with that blocked field goal where they should have won a game against Toronto last year. So I think this is the, uh, you know, this is something they got. They're on a mission. Not to say Montreal's not. But I think that uh, I just got this feeling Montreal's just happy that they're in the big show. Uh, sometimes, I hate to say this, you blow your everything in the final game. Uh, you know, for them, that upset against Toronto was remarkable. I mean, I, would, I, I wouldn't have put money on it. I know pre-show here, you talked to me, Rod, and you said that Dunnigan had called this. Uh, what an incredible pick. I mean, prediction, <laughs> put it that way. But no... Uh, I, I'm excited for the Bombers. I'm excited for Coach O'Shea and the dynasty they've created. And, uh, you know, Kyle Walters, hopefully get that guy signed back up as a GM. Uh, all the way down, Wade Miller, the players, they've created such a great atmosphere here that players take pay cuts to stay. And how many, you, you never see that. You don't see that in today's day and age, brother. Saw it in the 90s with Aldag and the crew and Sass, but you don't yeah. see it today's day and age. No, you do not. And uh, how did they do it? I mean, I didn't expect to go down this road with you, but it's not easy, man. It was 30 years of scorched earth in Winnipeg. How did they flip it to four straight Grey Cup appearances? That's mind-blowing, Bluto. You know, if you look back, Ron, at the beginning of the year, uh, people were saying, hey, this team's gray in the tooth. They're old. Uh, you know, this is one of those things. But I, I'm like, a, I really believe in the fine wine. Wine gets better as you let it age. So some of these guys, like, you know, uh, uh, all offensive linemen, I know Jamarcus is up there. Congrats to him on being the uh, outstanding offensive lineman. Knocking off the perennial Stanley Bryant. Uh, you know, Patty Newfield, he's a former rider. I mean, this guy has really come into his own on Winnipeg. They got an old team, but like I said earlier, I, they've created such an atmosphere, you know, with the professional chefs cooking every day. This is something I've never seen before. Like, you know, in the old days, Cal Murphy, rest in peace, you know, he, you know, and he would try and cut our per diem. I mean, we were lucky if we got spaghetti. Now these guys got a professional chef. They're worried about diets. There's no uh, alcohol in the locker room, which is not a bad thing, I guess. But, you know, it's just it's a change thing. But I think it comes down to one thing, and that is they created a culture that players are willing to stay because they know they have a chance to go to the big show. Uh, you take a look at Rashid Bailey. He took a pay cut to come back. You take a look at Kenny Lawler, who's – in my mind, one of the best, if not the best receiver in the CFL, you know, he took a huge cut leaving Edmonton to come back to Winnipeg. They know what's going on here. And uh, anytime you got number eight, Zach Kolaris, behind the center, you know you have a great opportunity to win that football game. I want to read you this comment from, uh, from the audience, and you just take it for what it is because I'm interested to hear what you're going to say. Sure. Dave, David in Winnipeg says, Bluto, I wish I could hear you do broadcasting for this Grey Cup game, seeing as you were a part of both teams, and this is the first time ever that they've met in the Grey Cup. Go Blue. Isn't that How something? Would you, How would you address that? Oh, that's crazy. Think about 1981, right? That's, uh, wow, a long time ago. You know, playing with guys like Billy White Shoes, Johnson, Vince Ferragamo, and all those guys in 81, Junior Ayu, and then coming to Winnipeg and playing 16 years here. Um, 
Well, to answer your question about doing this, I, I, listen, I was so blessed. You talked about the fact I got to work with Mark Lee. I also got to work with the legend, Chris Cuthbert. Um, you know, um, it just was phenomenal. The stories I have back then, guys like Larry Mueller making sure that Chris Cuthbert had peanuts and tea in the, in the, in the press box all the time. Just, it was just a great time, and I enjoyed it. Now, I still got a rant on that because I still think the TSN needs to wake up and dedicate a camera to the O-line and D-line. Let's show the pit. It drives me absolutely nuts to watch a game, and they keep showing the catch, and it keeps doing the throw. That's great. But how did that throw come about? How did that run from Oliveira come about? Show me the pit. Let me see where the, you know, the knit and grit comes on. Because you know as well as I do, Ron, I'm not preaching anything you don't know. It's all one of the trenches. So show me the trenches. So that's what I would say. So TSN, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. Put a camera dedicated on some of those guys. Look at Sean Lemon. Nobody even signs this cat. All of a sudden he comes back, makes a big play. Darnell Sankey wins in the XFL, comes back. Stunned. You know what? Show me these guys. I want to see some of that stuff, man. I want to see the, you know, the, the head knocking. And that's where it's all about, man. I understand the pretty boys get all the attention, but uh, sometimes the fat guys need some love too. You know, you talk about the CBC. They really knew how to broadcast a football game. They did a good job, and, buddy. Yeah, and for, forgive me for forgetting. 07 Grey Cup was the last on CBC. Did you call yes. that one? Yes, I sure did. That was the one where Saskatchewan knocked us off where uh, – uh, I think, uh, what's his name, Kevin Glenn broke his arm the game in the Easter or the final, and then we lost to Saskatchewan. We threw, I think, three interceptions. And I believe it was the head coach, Ryan Dinwiddie, who was our starting quarterback at that time. Uh, yeah, but that was the last game that CBC called. And, uh, you know, and again, I should be, I should not forget this man. The man that got me involved in the TV at all in the first place, um, you know him as well. The guy who used to call the track and field, Donnie the Legend Whitman. Um, oh, to work with Don, yes. I mean, you got that's a blessing to work with Don Whitman, man. I'm telling you, he was such a great guy, personally. Uh, and I, I made a joke of telling how I did my first ever game in Calgary, and uh, I was doing the game, and and it, you know, you know, it's like you got to do the rehearsals, and so the rehearsals, uh, you know, Don Whitman says to me, "Okay, Chris, you talk about the quarterbacks. I'm going to talk about that D line." All right, that sounds great, man. That's great. All right, we go three, two, one, live. Chris, tell me about that D-line. He threw me <laughs> under the bus. So I get, you know, after stumbling, I get it all out, and he goes, that's what you got to do. On TV, it's live, baby. You better be prepared for everything. Get ready. He yeah. taught me such a lesson. It was the best lesson I ever learned, and I really loved the guy. I mean, he was just so good to me, and uh, one of the major factors for me even getting involved in any kind of a television uh, career. Well, you were used to thinking on your feet, obviously, but Don Whitman, original Saskatchewan guy, oh, there and you go. an absolute legend. I believe two two towns lay claim to him. Um, yeah, I'm not sure which one it is. Ros Rosdern <laughs> and Herbert, they're, they're in a fight over it. Maybe he lived in both, I'm not sure. Kind of like Nathan Rourke between Oakville and Victoria. They both say that he's his. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, in, Kevin in Calgary says, best line ever, fat boys need love too. Jay in Winnipeg says that was Dinwiddie's first game. Uh, yeah, great. Imagine starting your first games at Great Cup. Can you imagine? Oh, no, I, I, to me, I mean, obviously, I think what he's done in Toronto is phenomenal. He's almost taken a script out of Winnipeg. It seemed, you know, obviously, and I know they got the GM there as Pinball Clemens, who obviously, you know, it sprinkles down. Uh, I just think they've done a fantastic job there. It's so good to see one of the major markets 
uh, you know, increasing their, you know, their talent level and increasing their fan base. The BC, same thing. This is really good. This is good for the league having Montreal in the Great Cup. I think, you know, yeah. I probably I probably would have picked Toronto and, and Winnipeg. or And then again, I was really hesitating because when I saw that game that BC played against Calgary and the way that V. Adams played, I thought, my God, I, that's a great half of football. Now, I don't know Milt Stiegel. I love Milt, and I play with Milt, saying that's the best half of football he's ever seen. I don't agree with that. But I will say that was pretty damn close to the top. So, yeah, it's just uh, I, I'm happy Montreal's in it. I like Jason Moss. It's it's really crazy, eh? It's the calm meeting the storm. Calm mm -hmm. Michael O'Shea doesn't get nuts, just keeps it on. And our storm, Jason Moss will rip your head off. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, I like the energy. I like the fire. That's my kind of guy. Hey, yeah. what do you guys got going on with Bonfire on Sunday? Assume you had pre and post game. What you got something going on? Yeah, we got a we got a pre and post. We've done every game this year with uh, Darren Bombing and myself and uh and I think we're going to do a few hits. He's going out, I believe, either today or tomorrow to the Great Cup in Hamilton. He'll be there all week. So we might be doing little five-minute segments. Uh, and then we'll probably do a pregame, depending on what his schedule is too, right? Um, but obviously with the Bombers in there, it's a great thing. It's it's great to wax poetic about our team again because I, there's no chink in this armor. I mean, you look at Winnipeg. Where's the weakness? I don't see anything. I blocked the punt last week. Nick Halleck, God bless you. You did a great job. I mean, uh, they just find ways to win. If the offense is not up to par, defense kicks it up. Nine sacks. And then you're going against a team like Montreal who gave up the most or almost the most sacks in a in a season at 61. Woo, baby. Uh, it yeah. could be ugly. But maybe BC doesn't want to run the football. You know, that they'll run the football with standback. So, I mean, uh, that's a change, a little change in, you know, philosophy. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm just looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great game. It'd be a little sprinkle of Jesus. Jesus don't forget about that. Oh, don't oh, forget. Oh, Cody. You know, <laughs> yeah. And you got to be happy for the guy. You really got to be happy. The way he was given the door last year, you know, they kind of – and listen, Saskatchewan's a tough market to play in. You know, that's their team. That's their thing. That's their love. Uh, and if this and look at what that that was just I mean they went from the penthouse to the outhouse uh, they, they just did not look good at all now I see that Nick Marshall uh, you know they got released yesterday so boy I hope they can fix that up I don't know who the next head coach is I know they're looking at Buck Pierce I know they're looking at some other guys do you want to leave the team does does Buck want to leave Winnipeg I mean obviously everybody wants to be the head guy but you're in a pretty cushy position right now and if I'm the Winnipeg, if I'm Winnipeg I'm just going to make him assistant head coach. Keep him happy. Get bump his pay. You know? Yeah. There's That's a lot going on. A lot going on besides the game for sure. Bluto, thank you. As I knew it would be great. You never disappoint. Enjoy the game, man. You know, Rod, it's always a pleasure. Anytime, brother. I really do love coming out with you guys. Thank you, pal. Take care, man. The, God bless. The, the Hall of Famer, the great Chris Walby, joining us live from Bomberland ahead of the 110th Great Cup. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.